What's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of Clickbait. This episode's a little unusual because I'm here by myself, but that's okay because I have a very special guest coming on today. You know her from the episode this week. Gabby is here. We can't wait to talk to her, break down everything that went down from the fantasy suites to AFR. We're going to get into it. Um, we have Bachelor Nation breakdown. I'm going to go pretty quick because I don't have anyone to banter with, so... I hope you guys don't hate me too much here. Um, first on the list, Zach and Katie are engaged. Um, not a shocker. I expected it. Um, I know there was a few spoilers out there. Maybe it could be Jess at the end. Um, I kind of bought into that, but it was Katie and I love them together. They say, seem really in love. And yeah, I mean, I think they're going to last. I know... Zach announced that they're going to get potentially married in 2025. They're going to move in together in Austin. So very, very happy for them. Um, Bachelor Nation breakdown number two, Ariel takes the stage. She, she laid into Zach a little bit, um, which rightfully so. It was her right to do, her right to. We saw that they didn't hook up. Um, in the fantasy suite, he kind of took that away from her. She felt, she probably felt a little blindsided. I think she handled herself very, very well. She's clearly intelligent. Um, she spoke very eloquently and used the word agency in a way I never heard it used before. Um, but really, really like Ariel. I have high hopes for her. She's potentially someone that could be in paradise. She may just move on completely. I don't see her have any issue getting any dates. So yeah, go Ariel. Um, good for her. And then number three, we got a little sneak peek into charity season. We see her brother goes undercover. Um, I do wish that none of the guys were able to watch um, charity season and see her brother because I think it would go even better if he could just kind of sneak in there. I know they had done this once before and it was actually on Jesse Palmer season. I believe it's like one of Jesse's close friends went in the house and basically was a mole. Um, I don't know if this will be exactly like this. I think it will be a little more on the comedic side and I'm sure it's probably going to be only for the first episode, but a little fun twist. It's either going to be really cheesy or funny. So we'll see. I am excited to see some of Charity's guys. I kind of wish we got more of a peek into that first night. Um, it's always fun when they do um, at the AFR, when they do bring some of the castmates on there. So you do see some of them. Um, they didn't do that this time. But yeah, excited for her season. I think Charity's going to be great. Um yeah, I guess that, that really wraps it up. I, I do want to say with, um, you know, Zach obviously gets a lot of hate at the AFR for how he handled his other two relationships. But it is definitely hard for the lead to do it perfectly. I don't think it's ever going to be done. It's almost like you, you're just you're always going to piss people off. I'm not saying everything he did was right, but. When you're dating 30 people, I think it's really hard to do everything right. Um, but it really does seem like 
Katie and Zach are happy. And I think the important thing is for, you know, everyone to move on so they could now be a regular real life couple and enjoy life, which I think they'll do. And we did have Katie on clickbait. She's a Canadian. She's really cool down to earth. So um, I love that for him. And I think, yeah, I think they're going to be great. Even though I said that about five fucking minutes ago. Okay. Um, no clickbait of the week because it's going to be a longer interview. Um, this is her first interview. I'm very excited about it. Let's bring her in. Everyone, please welcome Gabby to Clickbait. All right, Gabby. How you doing? Welcome to Clickbait. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I am still recovering from after the final rose. I'm a little bit tired, but I'm I'm getting through. Okay. All right. When um so I will say this is the first time I'm interviewing somebody by myself. So feel free to put me in my place at any time. Um, <laughs> did you just get home? When did you get home? I got home last night at like seven o'clock. Um, but you know, traveling from LA to Houston, the time chief just really messes with you. Yeah. So I, I feel it just that feels, feels exhausting. I'm in New York. So whenever we have to go to LA and then come back, it's brutal. You get it. So, um, you're from Vermont, right? I am. Yep. I'm from a very small town in Southern Vermont. Yeah. We, we all know cause we saw the weird tree scene between, <laughs> between you and Zach. Um, what, why, why Houston? Why are you out in Houston? Um, honestly, I don't have like a great reason to be in Houston. Um, uh, besides my job, I got a job here right after college and I moved here and I've been at the same job since then. So, um, not like, People ask me that they're like, "Why Houston?" I'm like, I honestly don't know. I just got a job and I came here. And I mean, I'm young and I have like honestly no responsibilities really. Um, so it's like the one time in my life that I can go to a a new city and try it out and see if I like it. And I don't really have any strings attached here. So yeah, so I've been here for like four years now. Nice. Not wrong. Nothing wrong with that. Um, yeah, you went for a job. I think that's a good enough reason to move. What do you, what do you do? I am in sales for staffing and consulting. So essentially I, um, sell st- like staffing services, um, yeah, not you, to glamorous, you but yeah. All right. All right. Great. All right. Let's get into, uh, <laughs> let's get into the, the bachelor. So why, why did you go on? What made you want to go on the show? So I went on The Bachelor because um, it was, I guess it was a year ago now, I went through a pretty bad breakup um, that really crushed me. And um, I think my friends just like saw me hurting so much and they were like, you deserve to find love in like whatever way that is, but you have like such a fun, quirky personality and I think you'd be great on The Bachelor. So they all like nominated me for it. My sister's a big bachelor fan. Um, and so, yeah, I never expected that I'd actually get on the show. Um, I think I was just like, you know, if nothing else, like it's a good experience to go through this whole interview process. And I, I, when they called me, I was like, wait, what? I was literally at work and I was like, did that really just happen? Um, but yeah, it was just really because of that breakup that I went through. Okay. 
So Gabby, were you were you a fan of the show? Um, I I'd watched a few seasons, but I didn't watch it like religiously. Um, but my sister did. Um, okay. and she's and my grandma actually, which is pretty funny. Um, they both are big Bachelor fans. Now, did they prep you at all? Did you do any prep before going on? Oh gosh, um, my sister prepped me. Um. The only prep I did was I watched um, like Clayton season to see what the girls wore. Um, but then that honestly ended up kind of scaring me because there was a lot of um, angry elves on that show. Um, from what I could see, the girls were like kind of catty. But before I was actually in the environment, I was like, oh, no, like I can't I can't have all these mean girls like I'm not a mean girl and I don't do mean girls. And so. I was a little bit scared going on, but that was like the only preparation that I did. Was that your biggest fear going into night one and just going on the show in general? Um, I think my biggest fear was that I had like invested a lot into like therapy and healing myself and like getting over my previous relationship. And my biggest fear was that I was going to go backwards and not forwards in like all of the things I had invested in myself to like get over all of those insecurities that had kind of just come about. Um, mm -hmm. So, you know, I can't say that I'm necessarily in like, I'm definitely still in a place of healing right now, but I think I also learned a lot about myself and did so much self-reflection. So a lot of people saw those insecurities, but I, I think I, am in a better place in a lot of ways because I know more like what I actually need to like heal about myself. Um, yeah. but that was my biggest fear going into it. Okay. And do you feel, do you feel like doing that before the show and therapy and, and trying to heal yourself? Do you think that worked in a positive way at all? Yeah, I think it definitely did. I think before the show, I was really closed off to any emotions that I felt. Um, like I felt them, but I felt them so privately. And so people didn't really see me feeling all those strong emotions um, in all of like the sensitivities that I feel on a daily basis. But through therapy, I, I learned that it's okay to like have all of those feelings and where some of those come from and why I feel them so intensely. And so, um, you know, I think it, it did help me a lot. It also gave me a lot of tools of like, okay, like take a deep breath. Like there's so much mm -hmm. to be said for just taking a deep breath um, and how it like actually can like send like signals to your brain to like calm down. Um, it's pretty crazy. So it was definitely helpful to me. Yeah. I, I'll, I'll like, I'll be stressed out. I'll stress myself out so much just during the day and I'll, and then I'll be like three o'clock. I'll be like, have I, have I taken a breath? Like, have I even taken a breath? And then you do, and you're like, wow, that actually, that actually does help. Um, but like night one, it can't, it, you know, it's extremely overwhelming. And, you know, we all have insecurities. So it's very hard not to compare yourself to others. And, and I feel on the show for you, we did see a lot, a lot of your insecure moments. We don't necessarily see how you got there. Um, night one, were you feeling any insecurities or was it just, like, how was it? Night one was so overwhelming. Um, I, I remember thinking to myself, like, 
how do these girls know what to say? Like, why, why do they know exactly what to say when they're asking these questions? And I was like, what do I say? Like, in I didn't have a chance to talk to Zach the first night. That's right. You no. didn't talk. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Wow. No. You made it all. You you were number two. Wow. Good for you. That's impressive. <laughs> yeah. No, I didn't talk to him the first night. And so all I had was to like sit around with like the girls who had talked to him or the girls that hadn't talked to him who were also freaking out with me. Um, and I was like, well, I didn't prepare anything. I didn't know I was supposed to bring a game or, or something creative. Um, and so I, I wouldn't say like, I was feeling like super insecure in that moment. It was just like, Oh my goodness. There are so many women here who are all beautiful, who are all smart, who are all awesome. And I am getting to talk to every single one of them because I'm not talking to Zach. So I was getting to know everyone. And I was like, it gives you a little bit of like imposter syndrome of like, why am I here? Like, I don't know why I'm here. Um, so there were insecurities, but it, it really doesn't, in my opinion, it, it doesn't come out until later when somebody is like giving you so much of their time and you're giving someone so much of your time where that's where like deep insecurities start to come out. When was the first time that you remember like really catching feels for Zach? Um, I can't believe I just said feels, but God, <laughs> yeah, I <laughs> got you, the feels, you the feels catching the feels. Um, when you first caught feelings for him, like so real I would feelings. Say, I would say um, during the pool party, actually, we we had like a, a little water balloon fight. And then we had like a really nice conversation afterwards. And no one got to see it. But that was the first time where I was like, okay, that felt like a a normal conversation where it wasn't forced. It wasn't awkward. I wasn't like, Oh, the cameraman's shuffling over here. And now he's over there. What is he doing? Um, it just felt like more organic, but I think when I actually started to catch feelings for, um, for Zach was our day in London. And I think a level of that was, you know, I was like, is this just because we're on this like fairy tale day and it's something that's so up my alley or am I actually like really enjoying this person and in the time I'm spending with them? Um, but I think Zach and I had a lot of conversations that were about, okay, what happens after the show? What is next? What does our life look like? Um, we were both from Texas and that was a big part of, you know, things we discussed was like, okay, we could actually make this work. It's feasible for us. Um, his family was from Anaheim. And my sister lives in Newport Beach. I was like, we we could logistically make this work. And that was like some conversations we had right from the start. And I think that really helped us like, like visualize what does a future look like between the two of us, um, which helped me like get more comfortable with the idea of moving forward and, and catching feelings for someone who, you know, this is a TV show. And what happens after the TV show? What happens when you leave this bubble? Yeah. Yeah. No, those are all, I think that is the normal way to think when you're on a television show trying to potentially marry someone. Um, when did you feel that Zach was, those feelings were reciprocated? Um, I think, I think I felt that that day at the pool party as well, okay. because he reassured me. Um, but I remember when we were, 
I, I can't quite remember where we were, but at some point, once we were on our travels, he said to me, we, we will have the time to get to know each other. And we will have like, actually, I think it was Budapest when he was going to meet my family. He was like, we're going to have time to like, get to know each other, to have off camera time. Like we will have that. And it like reassured me of like, okay, like he does want me here. He does want to meet my family. He wants to have, you know, that alone time with me. Um, so I felt very confident in us, honestly, from, from the pool party on. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I think that all makes sense. Um, because you make it, you make it pretty far. Did you guys get like any alone time when you did hometowns? Um, no, not, not really. So he no. lied. <laughs> Same. I think so he was he, referring this to guy's the fantasy it. suites. Oh, okay. I think he was like insinuating, like, I, I see a future with you. Like yeah. you will, you will be here. Like, I don't want you leaving anytime yeah. soon. Well, I'm glad he prepped you for fantasy suites because he clearly didn't prep himself because he just had a, he just, this guy, but um, we are going to get into that. But first, all right, let's jump to um, when we're nearing the end um, before fantasy suites, you're on the beach um, and what, oh, you, and you said it at AFR about what you guys had talked about as far as him supporting you and whatnot. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah. Um, yeah, that day on the beach, it was a lot. Um, I was feeling a lot of emotions that week leading up to the fantasy suite date. And as you guys saw, it was the first hometown. So you have quite a bit of time, you know, between all the other hometowns traveling Thailand is not close to LA. Um, most people can imagine how long it takes to get there. Um, and so, you know, you spend all that time and it's not like I have like a phone or I can call my sister or my mom and run it by them. And yeah, I had a great support system. Like the team was great. There was a lot of support, but you still are only thinking about your relationship with this person and yourself. Like it is the most, I want to say like selfish time I've ever had in my life because it, the only thing I was thinking about was my relationship and me and what's wrong with you or, you know, what does he like about you or what's going to happen here? That's in all that, you think about. Yeah. In that situation, it's almost, it's impossible not to overthink because you just have so much time to yourself. So I'm assuming you're going through so many ups and downs of like, uh, you, you're picturing kids with him and then you're picturing him breaking up with you in an hour. Like, I get it. I definitely get that. Yeah. yeah there was a lot of emotions and, um, and I was feeling those throughout the week and, you know, everyone around me saw me feeling those and all I needed was, and I didn't want, you know, cause I am a very, very sensitive person. I'm sensitive to my environment. If something changes, if someone's mood changes, I immediately feel that, um, I I'm pretty good at reading the room. Um, and in that moment, like I just needed him to say, no, I wanted you on this date because we were doing this and it had nothing to do about the order. Don't worry about that. And that brought me right back where I needed to be. Um, however, given how activated I had been previously throughout the week, I think there was some, you know, 
everyone just wanted to make sure like, are you actually good? Because you weren't good. Um, and that kind of pushed me to a point where I, I was like, just very upset um, because I felt like I'd been so authentic and I, I was so authentic the whole time. Um, and Zach saw all of that transpire, but he was, you know, super protective of me. He said he had my back. He, you know, he reassured me and he comforted me, which was really what mattered. Okay. Um, all right. So then we, we enter the fantasy suites. Going into the fantasy suites, were you aware that Zach made this no sex rule? Yes, I was aware. Um, it was, it was a, I'm taking sex off the table because I don't want to muddy the waters. And, you know, it was also said, it's not that I don't want to, I do want to, but I don't want to make things complicated. Okay. Do you guys, once you get into the fantasy suites and you get unmiked, do you have more of a conversation about like the no sex, no sex? Are we going to hook up? Are we not going to hook up? Um, you know, I think the conversation was that, you know, we, we wanted to, and, you know, it's going to become a, he said, she said thing here. Um, and I don't want to do that. And ultimately at the end of the day, like he has a relationship he's trying to protect and I've seen some of his interviews. And if he wants to look at things one way of like, she asked, can we keep things a secret? I felt like it, he asked me that. And I, I agreed. I was like, yes, I obviously want to keep this between us. And, um, and I don't want it to become a, he said, she said thing because ultimately at the end, end of the day, what happened happened. And I thought we were in a place where it was coming from a, from a place of love. And I looked at this as way more than TV show. And I felt like we had connected on that throughout the season of what's going to happen after we leave this bubble, what's going to happen after it's, you know, a TV show. Um, and so I, I just felt like we had an agreement this is going to be between us because this is our relationship. And when he came to speak to me the next morning, I, I had no idea he was coming in my hotel room. I was completely blindsided. I was journaling. Like I was sitting there journaling. I remember they were fixing my mic. I was like, yeah, I've never fixed my mic. Like, what do you want to hear the pen on the paper? Like, this is weird. I didn't think anything of it though. Um, but he, he came into oh, my hotel room. Oh, oh, I hate this for you. God, <laughs> keep going. Totally, totally yeah. caught me off guard. And, um, wait, before, moment, wait, before, before, before you get into that, um, because you guys, I mean, you guys did hook up. Was there a part of you that since he did make this rule and you did hook up, was there a part of you that thought like, it's probably me at the end of this from, because of that? I remember telling Zach, because we are, the girls are such close friends. We had, you know, we know what could happen, right? Like we're not, we're not stupid. We're not naive to the fact that like there are other relationships here. He's going to have alone time with three, three people. Um, and so I remember telling Zach, like you follow your heart where it needs to go. Like I want, I want it to be me. I, I know what our life could look like. I know how special our relationship is, but 
I don't want you to think that this is some sort of ultimatum. This is something I'm going to hold over your head. This is anything like this is our relationship and where your heart needs to go, like follow your heart there. And I want what's best for you. And if that's not me, I'll be okay. Like it, it will hurt me, but I'll be okay. I want you to follow your heart. And, um, I remember I told him that because I wanted him, you know, cause there's so many times in, in the seasons I had seen of like people being so angry, like, how could you do this? Like, how could you have sex with another girl? How could, you know, they just, people seem to get very, very angry about it. And like, maybe that sounds demeaning to myself of like not being angry about it. But I also was very aware of the fact that there are other relationships here. There are other people that he's probably falling in love with as well, who he has a physical connection to. And why should they not be able to explore that part of their relationship as well? Um, and ultimately, I, I knew that. And as somebody who's been cheated on before, you know, I didn't get to choose who those girls were. And I didn't get to, you know, be aware of that. Mm. And so... I at least knew these girls are beautiful, smart, funny, intelligent, like shit. I would have sex with them if I were like a lesbian or a guy, like I would, they're great girls. Okay. All right. So let's, um, let's go to the room. So Zach comes in and you could tell, like Serena and I were watching it and she's like, oh, she is in complete shock right now because you see you you do see it in your face so go back to talking about that moment yeah um well he had doubled down on it being a secret that morning before the camera crews came in he i said it on after the final rose i remember i was brushing my teeth he came up behind me he kissed me on the back of the head and he said this is just between us and i said yes this is just between us it was probably the second third time we had said this is just between us it's our relationship and so when he came into my hotel room you know what what he said to me was i don't want to start a relationship off with secrets and i and i thought maybe at the time maybe he's giving me like space to be able to speak to you know my support team about this maybe like he wants me to not feel like i have to keep a secret and it left some room for interpretation because it was sex of any kind is off the table. You know, people can interpret that however they want to. Um, what I, what I was not aware of is the conversation that was being had with Jesse and, you know, his interviews where he was using my name. He was speaking what I think is in detail about what had happened. Um, that caught me very off guard watching it back. Um, because, I knew, you know, Katie knew because of what she, what we talked about after the roses were given out, but Mm. watching it back, I didn't realize how much had been revealed, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Like, yeah, I get that. He, he, you know, that's where he, in my opinion, is the, is wrong. Like you can't tell somebody it's just between us and, and then go say it. But I do want to ask you if. Um, if he didn't say anything and he ended up getting engaged to Katie and she asked you, would you be honest with her or would you say, 
yes. I mean, me and Katie are very close friends and it's not about, it's not about, I guess, like her knowing if I'm okay with her knowing and the people that should have known being made aware of it. But I think that there could have been some discretion used when Mm -hmm. speaking about it, which is where I think, um, that that hurts me and the one person who knew about the parameters was Ariel and and she wasn't informed which was disappointing to me after coming off the show when you know I spoke to her and she had no idea like she was standing in that rose ceremony just as confused as I was and he's he's just speaking to Katie um I also think that you know he could have asked Katie what are your expectations for this week what do you want to know what are your parameters but unfortunately, I think Zach made a lot of decisions for us that week um, yeah. where we didn't have any say in it. And I think that's disappointing um, because we are all adults. And I think, you know, that conversation of where does our relationship need to go would have been much more impactful to have privately together as a couple because, you know, those are important conversations you should be having as a couple. And it became more of a, like, this is what's going to happen. And this is how it's going to happen. And that's it. And I understand it's his journey, right? It it is his journey. But at the same time, like, it's my life as well. The life-changing decision you're making, I'm also making a life-changing decision. Um, And so it just, I felt like there needed to be more dialogue there. Um, And unfortunately, there wasn't. I think that happens a lot on this show with the leads um, and they are told it and, and to an extent that is true. It is their journey, but it's not just your journey. There, there is somebody else that is potentially going to end up with you. So it's, it's theirs and everybody else's as well. Um, yeah. And okay. I, and I also, I understand the level of pressure he was feeling. Yeah. And so I don't want this to be like me, you know, just, shitting on Zach. Like, that's not what I'm trying to do here. Um, I just think that it's tough with him knowing like there is a life that I'm impacting by this decision and it's beyond a TV show because I am still being impacted by this, um, this whole dialogue that, that happened because I thought we were in love. Um, and that maybe was naive of me to make those decisions, but but here we are. How, watching it back, how was your family? How did they handle it? Yeah, I think um, my family's been so supportive of me. Um, I think that they, I think that they are like a little bit angry and disappointed. Um, because they asked Zach to protect me. That's all my mom's been saying. She's like, I asked him to protect you. Um, but they've been nothing but supportive of me and checking in on me every day. Um, when I went to LA for after the final rose, I stayed with my sister a few days before. Um, and you know, they, they are just, they are my biggest supporters and they have my back no matter what, um, which I, I'm super super grateful for. Um, but the girls on the show have also been super supportive in like another family and a family who gets everything that I went through. Um, so I've had a great, a great support team here. 
Good, good. Okay, let's let's go to um, the rose ceremony when you and Katie both got a rose, and then we end the episode seeing Katie tell you that she knows. Was that how was that like? What was her demeanor? What was like? The, what was the dynamic between you two? Because there's a lot of people saying like, "Oh, she's like calling you out." Um, but it seemed that you guys were great friends. So we we remained good friends, um, and she that she had no malicious intent with that. Okay. And it honestly, maybe she was trying to reassure me. Like it was only you. Like. But at the same time, you know, I don't know what happened in their fantasy suite. Like, I don't know. She didn't know all the parameters. So, yeah, you know, that's for them. But, you know, only my fantasy suite was put on blast. Um, But we are we are very close friends. That was you're so lucky. You're so you're so lucky. huh? (laughs) I'm so lucky. (laughs) <laughs> um, uh, no, but but I don't think she was trying to hurt me or call me out or make me uncomfortable. That was not the case. And honestly, I, I don't know. You always know that you're being recorded, but I, I don't know if either of us thought that us speaking behind our roses was going to make air. Yeah. Usually usually when you have to speak behind your roses, that's, that's making that's air. That's the best for, time to catch you. Yeah. For future contestants. Okay. Let's... Um, so... You had said, so now you're there, final two. And I know a lot of people are saying, like, if you knew it was going to be Katie, because there's, there's, we do only see, unfortunately, and I'm sure there, it wasn't just self-doubt. Um, but that's kind of what we see. And you saying, like, I know it's going to be Katie. So a lot of people are saying, well, why didn't you just self-eliminate? Um, you know, in that rose ceremony, when he was only speaking to Katie and he wasn't making eye contact with me, it was a really isolating feeling. And, um, in that moment, I knew it was not me. Um, because anyone who, who loved me and wanted it to be me, wouldn't, wouldn't speak of something that was a special moment in that way. And I understand he was speaking about his parameter and the mistake he made by setting that parameter. However, there was like a level of like, like these words are really like mean, like, why are you saying these words? They're so mean. Um, and I knew that it was not me. And so Mm. when I met his family, I felt so much love, but I think I was craving my family so badly. I just wanted to be home with like the people I loved. Um, and I could feel the love in his family. Like they are a very close family. It reminded me so much of my family. And I felt, felt very, in love in that moment, but I don't know if I was just so craving like my family that I just needed any kind of love. Um, and so on that beat, on that date on the beach, I knew for sure it's not you. Um, and I said that, but I also thought about my friendship with Katie and, um, you know, I've hesitated saying this, but I think it is important to like, know like why I did stay. Um, and I thought about my relationship with Katie and if I were in her shoes and it was clear, Katie was the choice. Katie had, had been the choice, but if I had left, she could have felt like she is the choice by default. 
and she was truly the choice. And I never wanted her to feel like, well, Gabby left. So he had to choose me because no, he was always choosing Katie. And the only reason I would have left is because I knew he was choosing Katie, but I didn't want her to feel any kind of doubt when he proposed to her and she watched it all back. Well, that's, uh, that's very commendable of you. That is, that is a sign of a very good person. Um, I would like to think that I would do something very similar to that. Um, I don't know about in the moment, but I respect that. And I do, I believe you. Cause if I thought you were full of shit, I would say it. Um, so yeah, well, good for you. Um, okay. I think that kind of covers everything that went down there. Let's talk a little bit about, um, AFR. Did you, you looked incredible by the way. And thank you. A lot of people, like we do tell a lot of people like, don't read the comments and stuff, but I feel like you could because it seems like everybody loves you. So way to go. Um, you feel like you got everything out at AFR with what you wanted to say to him? I think I got enough of my my point across. I think they're, you know, no matter what you say, people are going to have an issue with some part of it. And I think people are still a little bit confused in some parts of it because I said, you know, the things about the Scarlet Letter and wearing that. And I think, you know, I didn't know what I was trying to say is I didn't know the extent of which you disclosed this information about me. And I wanted him to know how violating that feels. And, um, you know, I wish he would have sent me home. I, I, I didn't get to say that to him, but I, I do wish he would have just sent me home when, when I felt like he knew, but I also don't want to be, you know, I don't want to accuse him of, you know, lying about how he was feeling because I don't know how he was feeling. I can't say that, but you know, for him to say, I didn't know until last night. And then for him to say to Katie, I've known it it was like kind of conflicting views. And to me, you know, I felt like he knew, Uh, maybe he didn't want to admit it, but it was a little bit, and I didn't see that when I talked to him, but it was kind of, it was like putting salt in the wound of, you know, me being like, yeah, you should have sent me home and you knew, I felt like you knew. And then for him to be like, no, I didn't know. And then I watched the next part and it's like, I knew it was you, but I had to, I had to keep going. But because of the show, it's like, I'm, I'm a person. Like I am literally a person with feelings and a heart. And like you have like that honestly, like hurt, hurt me more watching it back. So that's the only thing I wish I would have said, but yeah, I probably well, would have gotten it. emotional. Yeah, it's, a, it's okay. Um, yeah, no, it's tough. It's a tough situation. And, you know, there's a part of me also that does like, you know, feel for him because he, at the same time, like it is a show and like there is certain, you do have certain pressure. Um, but for sure. You know, that's, that's kind of how it goes. So, right. Um, and you want the person you're choosing to feel chosen. Right. So like, I honestly, if I were in his shoes, I'd probably say something similar because you want that person to feel like, yeah, it's always been you. I knew it's you. I choose you. And you know, that's, that's his relationship. I'm happy for him and Katie. I truly from the bottom of my heart, like I want nothing but the best for them. I told Zach, I told his family, I said, you're not getting rid of me um, because I'm friends with Katie. So even if it's not me, like I'm going to be around. Um, and I still you think you'll be at the, that. You think you'll be at the wedding? If I'm not invited to the wedding, 
Katie and I have beef. No, okay. I don't think she'd ever do that to me. Um, wow. Okay. That's, 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 that's it's different. I know. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's a little different, but we'll <laughs> see. We'll see what happens. Do you think knowing what you know now, would you have been able to take on the role as the bachelorette after all this? Um, you know, I think there are parts of myself that still need to heal, but, but just because I'm healing and just because there's parts of myself that I don't love and that I don't completely love yet, doesn't mean I don't deserve love. So, I mean, I think I could have done it. Um, but I think it probably would have taken a toll on me emotionally. Um, and I think I probably need more time to, to heal and, and figure this all out. And I, I hadn't seen all the details of everything that was going to come out. And I think that's brought up even more emotions. And so if I was in the middle of filming right now, I don't, I don't know how I would have handled that. Um, you know, obviously like I still want to find love. I still, you know, want my person, but I, I do need to heal parts of myself. I, and I'm fully aware of that. Um, so I don't know. I think I, I think I could have done it. I think it would have been a good season. I obviously don't filter myself. I'm 100% me all the time. So I think it probably would have been pretty entertaining for people, but I probably would have looked pretty unhinged uh, given uh, how emotionally through the ringer I was put. Yeah, I, I feel like everything happens. I mean, I'm one of those people that believe everything kind of happens for a reason. So I feel like you're good. Would you Would you be go on Paradise? Um, you know, I don't know. Okay. I'm not You can sure. leave it at that. Yeah, you can leave it at that. Is there any, are there any guys from within Bachelor Nation that you would have any interest in meeting? Um, I mean, I, Tyler Cameron, duh. Um, okay. <laughs> besides Tyler Cameron. Fair. Um, I really liked Avon from last season. He was really cute. Um, but I was only watching last season because I was like probably going to go on the show. Yeah. So I remember thinking Avon was really cute. I thought Spencer was cute. Um, but yeah, I don't okay. really know many people in Bachelor Nation if I'm being honest. No, that's fair. Um, okay. L- uh, let's. Uh, I have a question for you. No, that's not how this works, Gabby. Fuck out of here. No, go go for it. Go for it. Okay. If you still had your grocery store, would you supply my maple syrup if I started a maple syrup company? I'd put it right next to my sauce. That's what I would yes. do, okay? Oh my gosh, I, wait, I was going to ask you about this as well. Maple syrup in your sauce. Uh, that's weird. I wouldn't do that, but we really? could do we could do like a package. We could package it up and 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 sell it as I feel a combo. Like we should like I feel like we should taste test it. I don't know, like an experiment, like a chemistry project. Send me some of your sauce, and I'm gonna whip it up. I'm gonna put some maple syrup in there. Okay. See what all happens. Right, we'll, all right, we'll we'll try it. I I don't know how that's gonna work, but we'll we'll see. Um, let's talk about real quick um, the moment when you did get dropped off, and they dropped you off in the mud because why not? Why not fuck with Gabby just a little more? Drop her off in the mud, and you said don't. Make sure you don't do that to Katie. Yeah. Um, you know, obviously going into that day, I was, you know, a little bit 
activated and I knew, I mean, you, you know, well, I knew it was not me. And so getting out my heels sunk into the mud, um, I could, you know, I could see everyone was stressed, but like my heels literally sunk into the mud. Luckily my dress was a little bit short, so it didn't get in the mud. Um, but I, I was saying that to the people who are in the production who are like forward, forward. Everyone thinks I was yelling at the driver. I wasn't yelling at the driver of the car. I was speaking yeah. to production when they were like, come forward, forward. We'll get out of the mud, you know? So yeah, no, that's, that's fair. Nobody wants like, to stand in mud. You know, this is about to be Katie's moment where she gets out and she's happy and like excited and like, don't make her heels sink into the mud and throw her off balance. Like, I, I just you you know what you better be invited to this wedding because you you are you are a you're doing all the friend things that you need to do here. Um, let's talk about the post real quick. I know all three of you women posted at the same time. Um, what was the reasoning behind that? I think what we wanted to just show was, you know, we're, we're in this together. We are the girls from the show, from the season were all so awesome. Um, and Katie and Ariel were two of the girls I clicked with the most, um, from the beginning. And we were always together. We were always in each other's rooms. Um, they were just like the girls, like we got each other. Um, you know, Jess was one of those girls too. Like she's just sweetheart as well. So I got to give her a quick shout out. Um, but, but I think what we wanted to show was this is painful. And I think, you know, we all have our challenges of being, um, it was like, it was like, we all came up with it together. Um, I was going to ask, said, was it any, was it anyone's idea or it was all you at the same time? I think what we wanted to do was, okay, how can we show that like, no matter what, we are still close friends. We are in this together. We support one another because, you know, you have so many parameters that you do have to follow up. You can't post this or you can't do this, um, you know, just to keep, you know, the, the secret of the show and, you know, what's going to happen next week. But we get photos from the prior week. And so I think the point of it was just to show we are in this together. We are friends. We have each other's back. Um, no matter what happens, no matter what, you know, you don't know how the fans are going to react to something you say. You don't know what's going to be aired. You don't know how things are going to be edited. And I think just the point was that we have each other's back no matter what happens um, through the rest of this and afterwards. Mm, nice. Um, what about charity? What do you think? You hate her? No. Oh my God. I know you I don't hate her. <laughs> How do you think she's going to be as bachelorette? I think she's going to be great. Um, I mean, she, she's hilarious. Um, I hope that we get to see a lot more of that personality. She, she stands up for what is right. Always. Um, you always saw that on our season. She was, she was, she wasn't scared to speak up. She wasn't scared to say, nope, I don't think that's right. I don't think you should be doing that. Um, and, you know, she deserves to find love. I think she was very authentic the entire time. Um, she she was always there for all of us. Um, and, you know, that's par partially like her career. She is a therapist. Um, mm -hmm. And so she did always like lend that like 
helping hand. And it was funny. We we're like, damn, you should be getting paid overtime for this. Like you are really putting in some work. Um, I honestly, like, I knew that if she wasn't going to win, like there's a high chance that she would be the bachelorette just because of the type of person she is. And she's going to absolutely crush it. And I really hope, I hope and pray that like the person that she finds is someone who's really genuine, who's really kind and is there for, I know everyone says this, but is there for the right reasons and treats her with respect and love. So I hope nothing but the best for her. And I think if there's anyone who can manage all of the emotions that come with this, it's her. And she, she has those tools from her career to be able to work through everything. And so I, I hope that that gives her a leg up um, with just how emotionally draining this can be. Yeah. Well, I hope you're right, but we'll see because it airs uh, in a little bit. Okay. Last question. Last question. I'll let you go. Okay. For all the guys out there right now that are trying to shoot their shot with Gabby, do they even have a chance right now? Um, well, I am newly openly single. Okay. So. so are you are you open to dating? Um, I'm open to dating if like they aren't an asshole. Okay, what's what's their best chance? What could they do? Any pointers? Um, you're at a coffee shop. Gosh. That's a good question. Maybe be funny. Just be okay. funny. I love okay. funny guys. Like okay. somebody who's confident and funny and just kind of is not afraid to shoot their shot. Like okay. somebody who can be like, yeah, like I am me and I'm cool with being me. I love that confidence and I need that. I need somebody who I'm like, yeah, you don't care what anyone thinks about you. I'm going to be like that too. Okay. Well, get ready because you're about to have a lot of funny guys coming up to you right now. Um, all right, Gabby, we really appreciate you. Um, this was great. Thank you for opening up and you're welcome back to clickbait anytime you want to come. All right, everyone. Um, I hope you enjoyed it because I really enjoyed that interview with Gabby. I thought she was great. Um, and I feel like she got a lot off her chest, which she deserves. So I'm looking forward to seeing more of her. I don't know if she's going to do paradise, but selfishly I want her to, because I want to watch her on my TV screen. Um, so Gabby, if you're listening, you're hearing this back. Thank you so much again for being here today. And thank you to our listeners for tuning in. As always, make sure to subscribe and submit all your burning questions. Check us out on social, like, comment, DM us. You know where to find us at ClickbaitBN on Instagram. All the links to all our socials are on that page. Share your stories with us. We want to know what clickbait you're looking at this week. And Prime members, make sure to listen to Clickbait ad-free on Amazon Music, Download the Amazon Music app today, or you can listen ad-free with Wondery Plus and Apple Podcasts. But before you go, tell us about yourself by completing a short survey at wondery.com slash survey. I'll see you next week. Bye.